Welcome back to another week of The Bachelor. And um, we are the Rosettes, and we are the only mother-daughter Bachelor podcast. Far as we know. And we are very, very excited to recap this episode this week. Um, my name is Ariel. I'm the daughter. I'm Marsha. I'm the mom. Um, and I guess we'll just sort of dive and I don't, yeah. I don't know, I don't think really... There's not really any Bachelor Nation news. Do, 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 Except that Peter and Blake Horseman and a bunch of them are in Tampa maskless partying. That's all. Freaking dumbasses. Also, I saw, there too. I saw Kelly's there, yeah. too. I didn't know Peter was there. I don't think I follow Peter on Instagram. No, Peter and Kelly have been <laughs> seen together there, actually, so... Like, together together, or like, just in the same vicinity but not like making out or anything like Mm -hmm. they're they're together so without masks doing their thing anything stupid (laughs) so that's all i know about that um so the episode starts out with a twosome of the ogs and the twosome of the new girls walking toward each other i don't know who the new girls are but the ogs are kit and queen victoria and this division is so stupid. It's just producer-driven, too. It's just dumb. So, you know, Queen Victoria was like, oh, that person's disgusting. And Kit says, you know, don't let anybody else hear you say that. So Kit's sort of in this middle sort of zone. like Yeah, that's still kind of an iffy thing to yeah. say. She's not saying don't say this. She's like, don't no. let anyone else hear you say right, this. Right, right. So kids basically like, I don't care if you're a bitch, but... <laughs> but don't get caught. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so... Um, so Brittany gets her little ITMs talking about how bad it hurts. And, you know, she's it's just... I've never had been a victim of bullying or harassment. It's so hard. Well, you know, good for you that you've never been bullied or harassed before. You've been had a pretty charmed life I guess but it still sucks that you're facing that now I guess uh-huh. um and Katie and her ITM says you know if you're gonna be a mean girl I'm gonna call you out that's that's all there is to it uh-huh. um so anyways it's about time for the cocktail party and an ITM MJ um she talks about how the new girls um, are going. Oh, the new girls are going to want to go first, but it's time for the varsity to step up. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. And so Anna's finally. Oh, she says, "I finally feel like I'm on top of some of the other girls." But then the new people came, and uh, you know what am I supposed to do? And then Matt comes, "Hi, ladies!" And in unison, they say. Yeah. <laughs> and then he says, How are you doing? And then you just and they say, Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he says, You know what? It's been brought to my attention that there's a culture of bullying in this house, and I can't let that stand because it's my responsibility to provide a safe space for all of you women. So, you know, it sucks because I don't get to spend enough time with you as it is, but now I gotta spend time dealing with this crap. Yeah. Then he takes Brittany aside. Uh, oh, I think that's when Brittany starts talking about how hard it is that she's never. 
Yeah, well, I wrote it earlier, so I think it's also an ITM, but okay. for, to him, she definitely does. And in the interim, Anna says, well, ITM, you know, it's, uh, you know, I made a mistake, I made a stupid mistake, but who ratted me out? Who ratted me out? Oh, sorry. Yeah, she's starting to admit that she did something wrong, but she's still focused on... She's still focused on the punishment, not the, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Right, right. (laughs) It is very much. And I think, um, I think, what's her face that we like? Um, Katie said it at some point. She was like, I don't think these girls feel bad at all. Like, they're just like bummed they got caught like right. I don't think they feel guilty well at, at this particular point Katie says this is kind of uncomfortable but you know when Matt came in and said that because I was the one that told him you need to address the bullying yeah so she's kind of looking up to that so Brittany and Matt talk about the escort rumor rumor that she's an escort she cries and cries and it could ruin my life and my mom watches this it's on national television and Matt's like, you know, I'm, I'm super sorry. That really could ruin somebody's life, you know. And it shouldn't. I just like to put that in there, too. <laughs> well, yeah. But he, he tells Brittany, please tell me about these things if they happen again, because I could see a future with you. Which is a real vague way of saying, you know, I'm not going to send you home yet. But anyway. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, MJ and Anna... MJ tells Anna, you need to fix this. There is, you know, this is not a toxic, it's not a toxic environment in the house. It's not. So you need to fix this. (laughs) You know, tell Matt it's not a toxic environment. Just fix it. Okay, so MJ's going to be more and more of this weird evil ringleader person. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Anna looks, her look tonight is gorgeous. Her ponytail. I love her hair. I love her whole. And it's she's so gorgeous. perfectly. And yeah. What a way to. What a way to leave. Yeah, for sure. For sure. She's like this little. Retro. She knew she was. She knew she was getting ready to go, and she was like, "Maybe if I do my best look, I'll stay." Yeah. And then it didn't work. But yeah. man, man, <laughs> you was, looked good leaving. She was spot on for sure. We don't hate to see you go, but we do enjoy watching, watching you leave. <laughs> Anyway, so Ryan says to the camera, you know, Matt is a highly intelligent guy. (laughs) We have no evidence of this, but highly intelligent guy. And he's noticing things that he didn't notice before. And I don't know how she became an expert on Matt so quickly, but Ryan thinks that he's become, he's just seeing the light and he's going to take care of business. And I wrote down, it's so weird that some of these women are pretending there's no toxicity in the house. It's like, do they really think that? Or or are they just so childish? I don't know. It's so weird. It's like, this is how I behaved in the sixth grade. Like, in the sixth grade, I was in the, like, smart group, right? Uh Uh-huh. And me and three boys. And so the teacher said that it was our responsibility to hand out, um awards to all the other kids in the sixth grade so we're really little and I was so excited I was like oh boy and I had all these great ideas and I told my two best girlfriends that I was that we were gonna do this and I was having ideas and we were gonna do this and then my teacher called me out and said well I'm sorry we can't do this anymore you're not allowed to do this anymore because you told other people and I told you not to tell other people and just like 
these people. I was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't do that. So you're comparing the women on The Bachelor to... to sixth graders. To, to sixth grade yes. you. Yes. They're like, no, no, I didn't. I didn't do that. No. No, I didn't. Um, I didn't. But they're on television, which is the difference, right? And they're adults. Right. They're on sixth grade. Yeah. So these people that are saying there's no toxicity in the house, it's like, uh, yeah, there is. <laughs> Anyways, so um, Anna in my team says, the guy I've given my life up for is upset with me. <laughs> She's so dramatic. Again, what are you like... You're younger than Ariel, probably. You're like, what, 23 or 20? Same age. I think she's 26. I All think right. she's a little, so, little but older. Grow up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I gave up my life for this guy. You're You've beautiful. been there for three weeks. Yeah, and you're an <laughs> incredibly gorgeous, white, young, perfectly looking. You're going to be fine, honey. You haven't given up your life. Yeah. Anyway, so when she talks to Matt... She says, well, before I got here, I got these really bad messages about Brittany. And, you know, when she got here, I said bad things. Um, and, and, and I was that I was the shallowest person ever. I'm so, I feel so bad that I said bad things about her. And I was so shallow and I messed up. And he was like, yep, bye. <laughs> Basically, pretty much. Well, Anna says, "I'm so, I'm getting, I'm so sad. I'm getting a rash." <laughs> oh, I think she, when she first got there too, she also said in her ITM when she was quarantining in her room, she was like, "I'm so excited. I'm getting a rash." So I think she is just rash happy. Just gets a like. She's just an an emotional rasher. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so sad I'm getting it <laughs> Matt, Matt, to his credit, says, you know, you are not a horrible person. You know, I have been in your shoes, and I've said the wrong thing at the wrong time, and I learned to take responsibility for my actions, and I've grown from it. So, you know, I've taken responsibility for that, um, but I have to follow my heart. And I can't see you being a part of this journey anymore. All the bachelor, all the bachelor trope lingual, yeah. yeah. But he was, it was classy. It was good. He yeah. didn't say, you know, he didn't shame her. He just said, "Well, you made a mistake, and I made mistakes, but you know, you're out of here now because I'm not going to pick you. So you might as well go home." Right? Yeah. And so he walks her out, puts her in the car. Um. And he says, in, like in the site, he said, Anna said something out of character, but the damage has been done. I don't know. If, we don't know if it was really out of character for her or not, but Matt's being a real gentleman. The other girls freak out as they watch her leave. He puts her in the car. In the car, you know, she's just really disappointed in herself. And she says that some, you know, Matt deserves somebody better than somebody like me who could say something like that in that moment. So she pretty much owned it at the end. Yeah. I don't think Anna's a bad, I I don't think she's a bad person. I think she let herself get manipulated by the wrong people. I think she's shallow. I think she's, you know, not a genius. And in the moment she just got swept up. 
in the Mean Girl cult, right? Yeah. I yeah. I I do. I I'm sure she'll be on Paradise. Yeah. And, you know, she's not a lost cause, but I'm not thrilled about seeing her again. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, back with the girls, Chelsea says to the group, yeah, I really don't think this house is toxic. Um, You think bullying is really happening? Chelsea says that? Mm-hmm. Oh, and I don't remember this. She says that. And Queen Victoria says, I concur. I concur with Chelsea, you know. And Michelle says, you know what? I have really felt uncomfortable. It's not just that people are saying disrespectful things. It's that people are laughing when people say disrespectful things. Mm-hmm. Which hurt my little heart a little bit. Yeah. And I do think it's a bummer. Because I really, I really, really like Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Well, she was... And that was a legitimate question, I think. Maybe she yeah. really... I don't think we need to hold that against her. Well, no, but it's... But, but I feel like you should also be aware of... Right. The people that you're living with. Right. But that's what... Chelsea's comment is what opened the doors to everybody apologizing all of a sudden. Yeah. So, Serena P. Edit-wise is one of the first to say, you know, I feel really... I feel really bad that I had any part in this. If I said anything that hurt anybody, I'm really, really sorry. Kit apologizes. Um... Queen Victoria says to Catalina, uh, I'm sorry I took your crown. <laughs> Serena C. says at this point, I can't explain the kiss-assery that's going on. <laughs> Everybody's apologizing. Nobody means it. It's just so much kiss-assery. <laughs> so, oh, I started calling Ryan Jennifer Beals in my notes. Why? Because she looks like Jennifer Beals, kind of. Who? The, um, Flashdance girl. Flashdance girl. Oh. I remember you saying that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that person's so name. Ryan so, Ryan slash Jennifer Beals in her ITM says, wrong is wrong. You know, you should have apologized two days ago. And then she sits down with Matt and says, you know, in the house, it's it's constant bullying. Like, Victoria was the first night that they were there. She made a cheers to the OGs on the first night. Mm-hmm. And then she called, you know, she says, Victoria called me a hoe to my face because I'm a dancer. You know, it's really, and she cries and stuff to Matt. And, you know, the, the only reason they're apologizing now, Matt, is because you're here and I don't buy it. Mm-hmm. And Matt says, you know, even through all her antics, I thought Victoria had a good heart, but there's no excuse for what's happening. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, and I wrote down that Queen Victoria's dress would be nice if it was better fitting and she had a better bra. It always comes down to the bra. Yeah. Well, also her outfits are terrible. So, Queen Victoria and Ryan chat about what happened and Ryan's honest and Queen Victoria says you're fake you're always fake you're talking about me about Matt you're fake blah 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 and she storms off while Ryan's trying to talk to her and this is where Victoria <laughs> starts to lose it she we see her like she's talking to producer for sure talking to a producer but they hide the producer pretty well yeah in the bathroom and outside 
I'll just read some of the stuff. So she she runs off, Victoria, after talking to Ryan, she runs off. She goes to the ladies' room. She wanders around the lobby. She goes outside and talks to the producer. So let me just tell you some of the things that she says. She says, <laughs> literally, I'm the best wife for Matt. Literally. Everything was going literally great until those effing losers showed up. Literally. <laughs> Everything is fine. I don't want to feel this annoyed, but I am. <laughs> And this is where she and Matt talk, and you know she tells she tells him the girls are all fake as shit. You know my good outshines all all those whores. Blah blah blah. <laughs> and I, I don't think she says whores at this point, but well, it's bleeped out, so I'm not sure exactly what she says. Which is whatever. Yeah, he um he does call her out to be like you can't call people whores. Right. Right. <laughs> well, she when they sit down together, she says, "I admire how seriously you're taking this situation," and he says, "Well, it was brought to my situation by Katie." I'm like, "No!" zooms in on Victoria's face like and, yeah she looks like she's ready, ready to kill yeah <laughs> it's brought to my vision by Katie and the camera zooms in anyway so he says you know uh, I thought we could have a really good night after Anna left but apparently that's not going to happen because when I sat down with Ryan she started crying and before I could even ask what was wrong she said you know because I'm a dancer, Victoria called me a hoe to my face. And he tells her, you know, words are really powerful. And you called Ryan a hoe? And Victoria says, oh, that was totally taken out, out of context. context. That's right. And then he was like, okay, in what context is it okay to call someone a hoe? <laughs> Matt's best line the whole season so far. And he was totally straight faced. Okay, so what in what context is it okay to call someone? And out? it's funny because Katie has used that exact same type of argument, but different situations mm-hmm. with Victoria before too. Right. Where it's like where it stumps her. Yeah, it's like, well, what do you what are you trying to get from this or when is right. this okay? What is, like, the, what is the point of what you're what you know, what is what's your purpose ultimately? And she's like, blink, blink, silent for, you know, if you can make Victoria silent for even five seconds, you've accomplished a major feat, you know? <laughs> That's where it did go. So she's a little bit speechless. And, you know, in her ITM, she says, they say I make the house toxic. There is no truth to that. Effing Katie, F you, Katie. Katie's not here for him, effing loser. <laughs> You know, she goes into the bathroom and she's talking to a producer um, while they're focused on the ladies' room sign, which I thought was really funny. And she's like saying, "I'm ready to be his wife," and now he's now I'm ready to be his wife, and now this is happening. <laughs> it was like, sis, you were never gonna win, <laughs> right? And then she walks. You're going home this week, even if you weren't a bitch. Exactly. <laughs> and then this is when she goes outside and talks to producer, and she's like, "I was two steps away from going. I'm two steps away from going home. What am I gonna do?" And you 
you know, then she's Ryan is the shadiest bitch, and all the other girls in the house can hear her can saying hear this thing. So she's like, like literally, there's no one here who he can marry. Like literally, I'm the best option. Literally. <laughs> and at this point, I'm starting, starting, starting to think, oh wait, is is this real? Like, is she at? Is it if because if, if, if she's real, she needs. Because up to this point, help. it was like this could be. A, an act to get her more airtime. Like, right, like to get on Paradise or whatever. People, or, I'm pretty sure Crystal faked being a bitch throughout her season yeah. for more airtime. Well, no, she was a bitch, but she wasn't like this. Yeah, I think there have been antagonists in the past that put on a... That, right, that turned it up. Turn it up, yeah. yeah. But not like this. Yeah, and, <laughs> and the fact that it's happening when... She doesn't think cameras are watching her, like, when she's just with her right. producers. That's the biggest tell, I think. Right. And she's like, I'm the only one with a working brain in the whole room. Like, literally. <laughs> and I'm not even being rude. I'm serious. If he's going to believe some idiot over me, he's not my person. And I'm trying to be positive. But if I go home, I'll literally die. <laughs> I wrote down, can this girl possibly be real? Because if she is, she really needs help. She really needs therapy. Yeah, we can all we can all use a little therapy. But yeah, yeah. But she really needs. <laughs> but um, and mom literally is not exaggerating the amount of times that she said literally, <laughs> said literally, literally, literally. So anyway, um. So it's time. Oh, it's time for the rose ceremony. Yeah, it's time for the rose ceremony. Michelle, oh, Michelle, Bree, and Piper already have roses. Jacenia comments ahead of time. That's is Bree one of the new girls, or is Bree? No, Bree was his first one. Oh, that's right, Bree. I'm still getting used to everyone's names. Yeah, she she's the one with the super young mom, right? Yeah. Uh, Is that Serena P or Bree? I think it's Bree. Yeah, it's Bree. Uh, everybody loves all three of those. Piper, Michelle, Brie. There's no reason to dislike any of those. They're they're all wonderful, especially Brie and Michelle. Piper's a little bit on the mean girl train, but not so much. Anyway, so Brittany is chosen first, which is a you know obviously a statement statement by Matt that mm-hmm. I'm not going to tolerate bullying and rumors and stuff. Followed by Ryan again mm-hmm. saying I'm not going to tolerate. The whole or the escorts crap. Rachel's next. Serena P. All the girls he likes. Mm-hmm. Maggie. Yay. Kit. MJ. Jessenia. In the middle of the ceremony, uh, Victoria says, Like, does Matt want a wife who's constantly causing drama? Or does he want a wife like me? <laughs> are you on <laughs> this is the same like, same thing katie is chosen next again we get a little breakaway to victoria who says katie over me ah, are you blind katie's disgusting we've known that for weeks now she's so rude and i hate the way i wrote this down i hate the way she during the whole rose ceremony she plays with her hair and she crosses her arms i know you hate that i it's a nervous tick. It's 
But Nick Vial... I mean, you were just touching your face. Yeah. Well, I'm not in a rose ceremony. Nick Vial, I was listening to today, um, said that... He noted that, too, that she was crossing her arms and, and doing her hair the whole time. And he says, during a rose ceremony, Big Polly is always calling out, saying, don't look straight ahead, hands at sides, don't touch your face, hands at sides. Okay, well, in that case, that's, yeah, if you're being asked by the producer people. Who knows if she was being asked in this instance. Nick just said that's how it normally is. Mm -hmm. All right, so Abigail's next, chosen next, Chelsea, and then Victoria again comes along. And she says, I'm... I'm actually, I'm, I'm kind-hearted, honest, genuine, hardworking, and fun, loyal, and not fake. Chris Harrison comes out and says, this is the final rose. When you're ready, Matt. I forget who gets the final rose. I just remember that it's not. Well, the people who are left are Victoria, Serena C., Catalina, Lauren, and Mari, and Serena C. gets it. Oh, that's right. I was surprised Mari went home. I was too, because I thought Mari was awesome. And Catalina, actually. Catalina was a little bit boring, but I thought she was going to stick around a little bit. I was surprised by Catalina. I was surprised by Lauren, though, too, because she was Mm -hmm. pretty cool. And Mari was just ridiculously stunning. Yeah. And so I was surprised to see those them go home. But Serena C. gets the rose. I'm happy to see her stay, because I like her. She's the one that reminds me of Yvette a little bit. Uh huh. Um, but I think her days are numbered since she was the last one picked, unfortunately. And so they all give everybody, but Victoria gives Matt a little hug and hugs all the girls and good luck and goodbye and love you. And Victoria comes out and says, you know, I honestly feel so sorry for you that you've been that you listen to hearsay and not the facts. And then she turns to the girls and goes, bye. And walks off. And then she's like, I'm not going to give him a hug. Are you kidding me? How dare he? He, Yeah. She's like, he just has the best opportunity of his life. I'm not going to go hug him. That's No, that's stupid. And also, I'll never date anyone named Matt again. I hate that name. I saw this funny meme. And it was that quote. It was her saying, I'm never going to date another Matt ever again. And then it was a bunch, it was a picture of a bunch of um, guys, or it was like a gif, like of a bunch of guys like jumping up and down together, and it said, Matt's everywhere, like. (laughs) That's funny. And she's, before she leaves, she says, I'm still the queen, but he's not my king. He's a jester. He chose Katie over me. Anyways. She always says just like gesture mm-hmm. instead of jester. Yeah. Every time. Almost every time, yeah, for sure. And it's like, you're an idiot. <laughs> if you're going to run with this whole queen thing, you got to really, like, at least get it right. <laughs> and I can't help but wonder, like, are there producers behind there being like, Oh, what is he? Is he like that what? What's the clowny person? Like, who's the fool? Jen what's that? Jester. <laughs> and they're like, that's, that's it. Right. <laughs> that's it. Girl, you said gesture. <laughs> anyway, it's time for Rachel's one-on-one date. Um, it's raining outside the next day. Kit says it's really dreary and what happened last night, it's left ev- it was taxing. It's left everybody really tired and dreary. Chris Harrison shows up and looking pretty casual and smart. And um, he 
it says we're half we're past the halfway point now so every moment's super important and he leaves the date card and as he leaves maggie says bye-bye chris harrison <laughs> which makes me just want to marry maggie i love you should so you should do it <laughs> i'm already married but i love maggie so she, she's so cute. I mean, she's, she's, a, she's, a little, she's a little bit awkward, but I love her. I love her too. And Piper wants the day card super bad, but Serena P reads it out. Rachel, our fairy tale begins today. And Rachel's so excited. She's so she's like, oh, and she's she gets ready for the day. She's wearing a cute little blazer and jeans. She looks really cute. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, if you listened last week, you know our issues with Rachel, which continue to... Yeah, she... Oh, that's some, that's some news that I think developed over the week, mm. is pictures surfaced of um, Rachel. Rachel going to a, a fraternity formal. So I don't believe this is her sorority. I'm sure she was a sorority girl, but oh, I, she was I believe... Oh, Gamma or something. I believe it was a fraternity. No, I think it was a sorority. Oh, was it? I think was it, was it Ka- there? Kappa Gamma or something like that, yeah. Oh, it was because, their formal. Yeah. And they had um, an antebellum themed formal. Mm-hmm. Where they all dressed up <laughs> in scarlet hair dresses and went to a plantation for the formal. Yeah, because somebody <laughs> commented on it. This is, why, this is how I believe it's a sorority, because somebody commented on it and said, yeah, I'm a Kappa Gamma. But, and I, I'm sorry if I'm getting the, the sorority wrong. I truly apologize if I am, but I think it's Kappa Gamma. Somebody said, I'm a Kappa Gamma. And we used to have, like, in 1987, we had those formals. But they they said, we can, you know, they said we can't have those anymore. They canceled those, like, in 2012. So we're not, so if Which is still pretty late, <laughs> late in the game yeah. to cancel it. But if those individual branches are still having them, then They can be really, uh, that's a serious penalty if you go against the yeah. overall, if a chapter right. goes against the overall organization. Then that's on them. She's like, that's on them if they're still doing it, because they said you couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, I was in the so. sorority for a hot minute there. Yeah. And that would be, like, a super serious offense. Like, that's pretty, pretty effed up. <laughs> so, anyway, Rachel gets the pretty woman date. Which means he probably really, really likes her. Yeah. Which sucks. I hope he doesn't, <laughs> I really hope he doesn't pick her. That would be so, I do too. so bad if our first black bachelor picks a racist Someone who has antebellum themed forms. Well, and ridiculed women in, yeah. in her high school for dating black a- men. Alleg- allegedly, allegedly, but I'm not please surprised at all. Please pick Abigail or Michelle. Or I would love it if you picked Michelle. Even. So far, I think he and Michelle have the best connection. I do too. I think he's just hot for Rachel. I think him and Michelle are a much better match. Mm-hmm. And I also think Kim and Abigail have stuff to explore. And there's one of... And Brie. Mm-hmm. And Serena P. There's yeah. way better women than stupid Rachel. <laughs> stupid Rachel, I know. she's. And, you know, given that, you know, all these catty, horrible women on this season, like Anna and Victoria and MJ... Compared to Peter's season, I think these women are wonderful. And I'd rather see more of these women on Paradise than anybody in Peter's season. I, w- I want to see Hannah Ann and Kelsey 
Oh, Hannah and Hannah Ann will. She's got. She's a for sure gonna be she'll there. She'll for but... sure be there. She's already posted something on Instagram saying "See you in paradise." So yeah, Hannah Ann, Kelsey, sure, that's great. Um, I don't know. Everyone else, I I can pass on. But I think I I'm just... sure they'll invite both Kelsey and Peter just to spice it up a bit. Yeah. Peter. Yeah, they already said that they're looking into inviting Peter back. <sighs> They're like, yeah, did you not read that article? There's an article, like, the whole article is titled, like, ABC thinks about bringing back the most hated bachelor ever for for paradise. I don't think Peter's a bad person. Just, (laughs) he's just, keep him off my television. I don't want to see Peter anymore. Sweetie, you have a great career. Just, just. Just enjoy you in a wonder a family who loves you. Just enjoy your life. Stay off of television, babe. <laughs> He's not, not doing. He's not gonna favors. do that. <laughs> I'm not doing you any favors. I don't know which one of the producers uh, th- saw Peter and was like, "Yep, that's a man." Oh, <laughs> women are good. Oh, he uh, was so not cute. <laughs> the the main the main person I object to being on pair. Well, I have two. The, the main main person I object to being on Paradise is Victoria Fuller. I'm sure she'll be there. I yeah, they gave her that weird redemption at I the end. Cannot. Yeah, she's a terrible person. She's, she's a terrible. She's person. a legit. She's bad a moron. Person. She doesn't know the three branches of government. Thank you, Nick, for telling us that. I appreciate you there. <laughs> S- just keep her home. Oh my God, she's dumb. And the other one is, I can't even remember her name. The one that had one date with Peter that was the mean girl, Sydney, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just keep those girls off. I don't want to see them. (laughs) Whatever. Give us people like Serena P. Serena C, even. I like her. You know, Hannah Ann's great. I like her. She's fine. Brie. All those. Just give us some nice women. Just Abigail and... Abigail. I think, I think... There's a, I think Katie is a strong contender for Bachelorette. Otherwise, I yeah. would say Katie for Paradise. Oh, for but sure. I think there's a, I think there's a strong chance she could be Bachelorette. I do too. And um, Hannah Ann apparently a couple of weeks ago on Instagram said, "This is what I'm wearing to Paradise." So it sounds like she's a lock for Paradise and not. Oh, I don't. She's way too young to be, be a bachelorette. bachelorette and have it work out. Well, I think they really want someone to have it work out. Well, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Um, we'll see what happens. Anyways, anyways, we digress a little yes, bit. <laughs> so it's time for so um Rachel gets the pretty woman date. A man, a strange man in white gloves came comes into the house and asks for Miss Rachel and puts her in a Rolls Royce and sends her off to the date where Matt meets her and they are met by a pink clad gentleman named Ty Hunter, comma celebrity stylist <laughs> celebrity stylist and he was very flamboyant and and charming. charismatic Lovely, and yes. wonderful yeah so she starts trying out a bunch of pretty clothes um and she comes out in one of the really fancy ones and says i'm ready to go to the grocery store which was kind of funny and then <laughs> she tries on a bunch of other clothes she she says i'm really out of my element here i've never been treated like a princess i i really like nice things and i'm glad that matt's doing this but what it really shows is that he cares for me yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah you're out of your element and then she... you're a princess <laughs> well that's not i mean 
I think she's a, a bad person, not just, not because she's snooty or anything. I think she's a bad person because she's racist. racist. Yeah. Um, but she, they get her Louboutins to try yes. on. With red soles. And, um. Very beautiful. Yeah. And she's like, oh my gosh. She's like, these are the most expensive things I've ever worn. And they feel I've so never, fancy. She claims, I've never had shoes more than $40 before. Forty dollars is a is a reasonable price to say. Like, if she brought like, I could see her just getting shoes at Target. Okay, what did she wear My, for her antebellum ball? I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, I I'm just saying. See, I'm just saying. I could see her as. I don't think I she think doesn't spend money on clothes. I think she spends a ton of money on clothes. But forty dollars is. If she said she didn't spend more than forty dollars on shoes, then she didn't. Even I spent more than forty dollars on shoes. It's been years, but I mean years. But you know, I don't know. I just think she's fake. I think she's funny. Sorry. Well, no, I agree that she's fake, but I don't necessarily think that this part is fake. All right. But go ahead. So um, she gets her fancy shoes, and then she goes back to the house and walks in with all her bags. And Serena peels. Oh, you lucky bitch. <laughs> the gloved man returns again bring one last box in uh looks like a tiffany colored box but it's huge and it inside she opens up it's a beautiful blue dress for her night date with matt mm-hmm. i wrote kit looks particularly sad <laughs> <laughs> kit's like Gosh, my mom just keeps making me wear her outfits on the show to get her some free marketing. <laughs> like, this would have been the right date for me. I could have gotten some other clothes besides the stuff my mom makes me wear. She just looked particularly <laughs> sad. And they didn't point, you know, they didn't point her out or anything. They just showed her face for two seconds. She was lo- really looked downcast. <laughs> um, Piper and Katie did have sad ITMs. Um, but ne- the date... The date card, next date card comes and Michelle reads it. It's a group date. Yeah, Serena P, Bree, Katie, Piper, Serena C, Ryan, Michelle, Britt, Maggie, Abigail, Jacenia, MJ, Chelsea. And Kit gets the one on them. Yay! Yay. Um, I guess. <laughs> and the girls are happy for Kit. They give her, they're, nobody's like bitchy about it. They give her a hug and they're like, yay! Yeah. Because um, I think so, they got rid of a lot of the bitchy girls. Yeah, and I like, I, it made me feel good that they like Kit. Because Kit has been known to kind of side a little bit with the bitchy people. But her apology earlier sounded sincere. So so they're all yay. So, I don't know. I still think it's a, a situation of too little too late. But Yeah, but again, Kit's the youngest one there. Kit's three or four year, young years younger than you. And I mean, and she's led this like charmed life so how how is she supposed to know how to act what the is hell? that what you're no no I'm that's the saying, excuse you're making no no i'm just saying she's potentially the most immature least experienced at life person in the house is all and she comports herself fairly well that's all i like yeah. it i uh, i don't have any problem with kid her date made me feel a little bit i don't know well, Parts we'll of it made me feel a little bit iffy once we get to that. But at least she was on... Okay, we'll get to that. So, um, Abigail gets super teary when Kit gets the one-on-one. And she's like, 
realities really slapped me in the face. I mean, I got the first impression rose, and I guess he just doesn't really like me that much. Which made me sad. Mm-hmm. I hope she gets a one-on-one. I hope Abigail doesn't just burn out, because I love mm-hmm. her so much. I do, too. Um, so, so they have the group date, and they well, go to... We gotta go, go back with dinner with Matt and Rachel. Uh, it was super forgettable. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't even... She's beautiful in her beautiful blue dress, and he's got a beautiful blue velvet dinner coat on, and they look beautiful, and they, you know... He says, you know, he remembers their first conversation where she said she'd never been in love before, so neither one of them had been in love before. So that's, you're already, I feel like that's already bad. Yeah. Bad start. And she talks about how undeserving she is and how he's out of her league and she's so insecure and she she projects her insecurity on their relationships and she just needs to get over herself doubt it's but so I'm annoying to, i'm not trying to push you away and matt says you're pulling me in <laughs> you've never been the loudest or the first to run to me but you're so self-assured i'm like no she just said she's she just said insecure. the exact opposite like are you listening and they talk about oh how the butterflies they haven't gone away i'm falling in love with you matt and i want to walk out of here with you and i hope that that will happen and, and he I'm, says it's so scary because I don't know the outcome. Uh, it's dramatic and it's annoying, but he does tell her back, like, "Oh, I'm falling mm-hmm. in love with you too," which is really early mm-hmm. to say that. At first, he says, "You're not crazy. I feel the same way." But then, when he gives her the rose, he says, "Rachel, I'm falling in love with you too." It's scary to say, but you know, I'm with I'm with you that it feels right. And you think that would be a memorable part of the episode, but I totally forgot that all happened because they're so boring. <laughs> In his ITM, he says he can see her at the end of the I this. for sure think he's going to pick her, and that's going to be so gross. So, <laughs> it's it's so, just so bad. disappointing. It's what it is. Such a huge step backwards. It's so disappointing. They ride off in a horse-drawn carriage and their blanket and they're cute and everything. But God, please don't pick her, Matt. God, it's gonna be Becca and Garrett all over again. And I think she's—I do think for the most part she's just kind of dumb and ignorant and just she's, yeah. doesn't realize what she's doing is bad. But it's still bad. No, so I don't know about that. I don't know about that. You know, it's 2020. She's from, where she, she's from like Georgia though. She did this in 2018. Georgia's different though. No, and I see that a lot on social media. The stuff I'm reading is like, oh, well, give her a break. The South is different. Well, I I don't think we should give her a break. I'm just saying that I think she's stupid. Georgia just put. That's true. Marjorie Taylor Greene, but also two blue senators in office mm-hmm. it was 2018 that she was doing this crap she knew better yeah trump was already in office there was a div- the people knew right from wrong by then she still kept doing it yeah she's she's also super young and just i know bends to her parents but she, what she's doing is wrong and she should be held accountable for, yeah for her actions I mean, and her words she if the show is not letting her say anything at this point then fine but if she never addresses it, like idiot Victoria Fuller never addressed it, then fuck her. Sorry. Yeah. You know, she has to address it. She has to say something. And if she does, and if she's contrite, and she lives her life 
forward without that crap, then fine. Yeah. I'm totally I, on her side. I'm just she, saying that I think she's, she's like dumb. Garrett and she keeps doing all that crap, then Which no. I think is Loki. Mm, I, I would, I think that's more likely. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to get mad. I'm, I'm okay with if she come, if when this is over, she comes out and says, I'm super sorry. You know, what I did was wrong. It was a product of my upbringing. I love this man. I love everyone, no matter what color they are, whatever, then fine. But if she never addresses it, I don't want to ever see her again. Sorry. Yeah, she's, no, she's a bad, I, she's, she, I don't like her. She's bad. Um, mostly I think she's dumb, but I think she's also, as a result, does bad things. Um, oh, our puppies just got bad and they're super happy. <laughs> um, I want, I want to like, I, I want I to don't. like her. I want her she's to... she's Maddie to or is that her name? I think she's worse than Maddie. Oh, she she's worse than Maddie. But if she if she's we didn't know all like Maddie, she she's the same except we know more bad things about her than we right. knew about Maddie. Right. She but they're the same person to me. Pretty much, yeah. And I don't want anything to do with either one of them. Yeah. Anyways, we should move on. We've been on this for a long time. Yes. Um, yes, yes. We've already, oh my gosh, we've already been recording for 45 minutes, so. All right, so the group date, uh, blah, blah, blah. The group date's a little bit, a, a little it's bit awful. boring. It's a farm, and it starts raining, so they're, like, playing farm games in yeah. wet animal poop. Yeah. <laughs> it's really gross. They take it to a farm. And everyone hates it. <laughs> Farmer Ty is the sort of host, and... Matt's like, oh, you know, you know, I live in New York City, but I'm really a farm boy. And so here's a working farm and we're all going to farm together. And they're like, milk and goats and, and che- shovel and poo. Chelsea's like, I hate this. <laughs> and then um, MJ, who I really wanted to like, but just ended up being a bad person, yeah. was like, when you're on a group date, you really got to put yourself front and center and you got to really make an impression because you got to stand out because there's all these people. And so she volunteers to try milking the goat first. And then she also has a miserable time. And she's like, I hate this. This is terrible. But she's so negative about it the whole time that Matt gives her extra time to, like, he, like, puts more focus on her. Not really. I, she just sort of, like. Well, that's, Katie said, oh, like, it's whatever she's doing, complaining is working because he's spending a lot of time with her. Well, yeah, she just keeps trying to do insert herself into the work the the shoveling and the milking and everything okay yeah i think yeah yeah i'm sure i mean that's right. something that katie said so yeah no and i believe <laughs> i'm katie. just quoting i'm just quoting katie at some point serena says oh rachel had a magical bougie moment and now i'm working on a farm um, but yeah, so they're, they're all pretty miserable. They play a game, I think, or something. I don't know. Don't well, really care about it. It was boring. At one point. But the one. Piper th- is in an ITM. Yeah, that's what I was about yeah. to get to. And Matt stumbles into her ITM. Well, she's... what happens is, um, they're playing a game and. Oh, it's the. MJ chases. Yeah, it's the egg game where you oh, try yeah. to catch an egg. And, and MJ catches and, it. It breaks, it breaks on her hand. Yeah. Um, and that and, runs away and she chases him. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> she, she's chasing him and she's trying to get the egg on him. Um, 
but um, he, instead of running away from her, he starts running towards Piper mm-hmm. and then starts making out with her in the middle of her ITM and MJ still <laughs> chasing him and then she sees them making out. Sorry. Sorry, my chair. Um, and they really make out. Like, and they're really making out and really- MJ's like, well, that's uncomfortable. And then MJ starts being all mean and stuff. Oh yeah, MJ's getting meaner and meaner as things progress. So, but the the Piper makeout is significant. That's mm-hmm. something to to notice. Yeah, and they seem to he seems to really like her actually. And Michelle is sad because she sees this, and Michelle is like really sad about that. And Katie, of course, is the one that counsels her. And um, that's pretty much it. It's yeah, a boring date. It's boring. And then they have their nighttime part of their date. Mm-hmm. Um. Which, oh, there was some moment. Uh, he takes Chelsea away first, I think. Right? Um, I think so. I said it's the night date. And so they we, have, oh, he has like a little solo moment with Chelsea. Is that this date? I'm not that far yet. I wrote, Serena says to the girls that she wishes that they told her to dress for a farm. Okay. I'm not sure that's really that important. <laughs> Matt does take Chelsea first. Um, and they have like a little picnic and Chelsea's so excited. She's like, I'm so excited he thought to take me away. Mm-hmm. He knows I'm uncomfortable in group settings. So this just shows that he's thinking about me mm-hmm. and he likes me. And she's awkward with boys and group dates. <clears throat> and, um, you know, we're over five weeks in. What are your thoughts? And Chelsea's like, just, I just really like you. <laughs> You know, if that's what you're asking, I really like you. And he says he's really comfortable around her and that he's happy she's there and they kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, Abigail, meanwhile, is, you know, I did get the first impression, Rose, but now, you know, I just, I just, I don't know what to think. I don't know if I'm going to get it any further. So she's, she's starting to feel some jitters. Um, so she, but she goes and she talks to Matt and yes. they have a little conversation and he's like, how are you doing? And she says, oh, honestly, like, I'm having a really good time, but I really miss you. And I'm really, like, I'm getting really nervous because you gave me the first impression, Rose, but I haven't seen you and I miss you. And she went on to be like, I want to talk about some things that I'm I'm concerned about. Like, if I um, have children someday, and I want children, and I know you want children, if I have children someday, there's a really strong likelihood that they're going to be born deaf. Mm-hmm. And and I don't want to disappoint you. Yeah, <laughs> which is sad. And this is, it's an interesting conversation because um, when I was taking my ASL class, um, my professor who is deaf said uh, that a lot of uh, deaf parents want to keep the deafness going in their family because they're really par- proud of their culture. Um, so they really want their whole family to be able to connect to that and relate to deaf culture. Um, and lots of families get really excited when one of their kids is deaf because they're able to sign and be like fully immersed in deaf culture. Whereas sometimes um, when you're hearing but in a deaf family, you're like sort of split up between the two and that can be hard sometimes apparently. I don't know. That's what my professor said. Okay. Um, but she was like, I don't want to disappoint you. And she said that um, her dad, her dad bailed. Yeah. Um, but her dad walked out on them after they got their, after cochlear, they got their implants, cochlear implants. Which I didn't understand at all until you just said what you're saying, which makes more sense. It's like maybe he felt left. I don't know. But then now they're able to interact with him. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. Yeah, um... And that's okay that I don't understand it, I guess. Um, 
But she was like, I'm just really nervous that that will happen to me too. And I don't want that to happen. Like, I want my kids to have a dad. And he was like, can I tell you something? And she's like, yeah. And he just, like, I get, I don't know if she knew this or not already. But he was like, my dad, like, walked out on me too. Mm-hmm. I also had a single mom. And I was raised by my single mom. And I didn't really have that father figure either. But that's really important to me. And I really want to be that. So, like, you don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said you shouldn't think of that, but your experience is a roadblock. Because I don't think of my experience as a roadblock. I think of them as, you know, opening new doors and opportunities for me to, you know, be a better person. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of his shtick, which is great. He's, he's a really good bachelor, I think. Sort of bland. But it's a, he's a little boring. He's, he, I think he's letting them mold him a little bit yeah because all he does is really like but at least he's kicking out these people yeah i think i like him i don't i like him too he's not my favorite bachelor though i don't know who better than peter yeah i don't know who my favorite bachelor (laughs) or colton would be maybe i don't know i really like nick i think nick was probably my favorite bachelor season but i do like nick as a human um I think he's fascinating. Um, mm-hmm. Sean Lowe, I watched Sean's Goat. I haven't seen his season. I've never, seen, I've his never seen his goat or oh, his he's season. He's wonderful. Uh, yeah, I know he's a lot of people's favorite. He's just a good man. <laughs> just a good man and a strong man. And he did. He dealt with people fair. Like, and I think I think Matt, like with, his, with Anna, um, and even Victoria to a degree, was firm but kind. You know, he's like, yeah. you know, I've done this. I've made mistakes too, but I don't see you on this journey anymore. Time to go home. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was really well. He did a good. He's yeah, good. I think he's growing into the role. Yeah, I think so too. Um, he's a little bit boring, but also he's not mean, so that's good. And he's not. Yeah, he hasn't really done anything super stupid yet. But maybe he's just holding on to his, holding all on. of his stupid mm. passes until he picks yeah. Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> just be really good up until yeah. the point where he has to pick someone. Speaking um, of which, the person he should pick, potentially, Michelle is the next person he talks to. And he asked her how she's doing. She says, you know, the activity today was great, but emotionally it was really hard and difficult because I don't like seeing you with other people. And it's going to take practice. And she also mentioned that the as soon as she got here, she got a one-on-one. And yeah. so she hasn't had to deal with the group setting really yet. And that right. was a really new right. thing for her. And she was not enjoying it. <laughs> so eventually he talks to MJ. And he says, your name came up in the house as an antagonist. She's like, what? She's like, lies. That's not true. So that makes her mad. Um, that makes her mad. And he's like, so I just wanted to like talk to you about this. Um, and I forget what happens at this point, actually. Yeah, you can't read my handwriting. I Mom got up to do stuff, and I couldn't read the notes. We had to take our ribs out of the oven. So MJ keeps her big mantra is i lead by example i lead by example oh that's right she kept saying that i'm like you're being a bitch i bring peace to the house i bring harmony to the house you can trust me yeah she keeps repeating 
I'm a bringer of peace and harmony and I lead by example is all she's really saying. She's not really adding to it mm-hmm. unless it's to say someone else is fake or to right. be something, to say something mean. <laughs> like all she's saying is these, these things and then mean stuff about the other women, <laughs> which is kind of funny. <laughs> she's, she's entertaining for sure. Brittany interrupts them, which of course MJ doesn't like. And so in her ITM afterwards, MJ is like, clearly someone is threatened by me. And she deserves an apology by that person, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and she, MJ confronts the other women. Who have you called me an antagonist? My character is, you know, my character, yada, yada, yada. I'm a peacemaker, yada. I lead by example, yeah. yada, yada, yada. <laughs> she's, Don't want this to like They, blah, they blah, brought blah, my blah. character into question, and nothing's more important to me than blah, my character. Blah, blah. And then she says, the floor is open for discussion. And Jasenia says, you know, it was me. I told him about the JV versus varsity crap. And, you know. How that was the main thing that motivated the divide between the new people and the old people. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense to me. And yeah. she's like, it was a joke. Ha, ha, ha. It wasn't meant to be mean. <laughs> they're like my name out of your mouth. I lead by example. I'm owed an apology. Blah, blah, blah. And Jasenia's like, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm just apologize to you. You know, and... Anyway, so... So, I, I thought that was kind of funny. Um, Kit and um, Matt have a date. Uh, but we go back to the house. Kit gets the date card, the dinner at my house. And she starts crying. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, he must remember that I said that cooking's my happy place. The kitchen's my happy place. Cooking with my mom and my happy is my best. I love cooking. It's my happiest thing. And he remembers. Um, and they're like, oh, whoever's there with her uh, must be uh, Rachel. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's, it's like, nice. Oh, that's nice. Rachel's like, I got Louboutins, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then Kit wouldn't care about that. So True. <laughs> Back at the date, Abigail gets the date rose. Because um, she shared, she was open and vulnerable. Right, open and vulnerable. And MJ is still mad. Um, then the Mystic Falls, I guess is the word Matt lives. Um, he's lighting candles and pretending like he's cleaning the house and getting ready for kid. He's pretending like, oh, he spent the whole day getting the house ready for her. And <laughs> duster it's like come on guys maybe you should have just put him in a french maid outfit like oh that would have been cool i would have enjoyed that there's a trend on tiktok where young men are dressing up in like a bunch of different dresses but one of the most popular ones are little french maid outfits because trying to normalize men wearing dresses type of thing so that's a thing that it could have hopped on that trend (laughs) but they didn't they just gave him a feather duster and said pretend to dust this already clean house (laughs) and he puts the rose out for himself supposedly she walks up in the rain um she says it already smells good when she gets there she says she grew up in a life with gold bentley's red carpets and fashion events and i built walls around me as a result it's so uncomfortable. I know that you said at least she's being honest. Yeah, at least she's not making up something fake. You know, at least she's saying... She's saying she built up walls around herself because she was surrounded with opportunity and privileges that other people didn't have. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> the whole thing made me feel... I. People don't need that much money. And people that have that much money and then don't... But it's not her fault she has that much money. She's 21 years no, old. No, I know it's not her fault. I understand that. It still felt icky, though. Yeah, I know. I get you. It felt... Especially when there are, like, teachers or and people that... Oh, are from lower income backgrounds that are like Michelle, who's actually yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. So it's like there are people that don't have these things, and then you're like, yeah, I built walls because Kit's... I can't relate to people because I have too much money. <laughs> Kit's gonna be fine. And oh, I yeah, I have nothing really wrong with her. Um, sorry, we got cut off there, so you had to remember where we were. But I, yeah, I don't really have anything wrong with, um, Kit. I just think that it's a little bit iffy to be, like, I built walls around myself because I can't relate to people because I have more opportunities (laughs) than they do. I have more privileges than they do. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Also, they, but anyways, so they, they're, they're cooking. They have a really nice time together. Um, they really and, comfortable time, and they talk about how easy it is, and she just loves being in the kitchen. She's the sous chef, and he, oh no, she's the chef, and he's the sous chef. She's really, you know, engaged with him on what he's saying. Mm-hmm. He's like, I like um, ordering dessert before I eat, like, my dinner, so we're going to start with dessert, when it's really, they already ate dinner, probably, so yeah. they just didn't want to have to... Or neither one of them can actually cook, so they didn't want to do an actual cooking date, so they did baking oh, instead. Why they cook? <laughs> but they do baking. Um, she does say she's starting to fall in love with him. And, and he doesn't say it back to her. No, he says he's blessed to have her on the journey with him, and she gets the rose, but he yeah. never says he's falling in love with her either. So I'd rather see her one than Rachel, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Oh, me too. Rachel's the bad bad egg <laughs> she does say i have lots of love in my life but just not ro- just not romantic love i would love to have a romantic partner mm-hmm. so that's cool um she gets the rose mm-hmm. then it's time for the yeah it's time. everyone's invited to the cocktail party yeah but there's a date card that shows up um uh, MJ and Jesenia, I need to get to the bottom of this. I hate these fake two-on-ones. I, I miss, do, too. I miss a good old-fashioned two-on-one where they abandon them on an island. Me, too. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it's all about, is abandoning people. <laughs> and poor Jesenia, she really hasn't done much. You know, I don't know what she did to deserve this. Just send MJ home without this drama. Jesenia says, he took care of Victoria. He needs to take care of MJ. Mm-hmm. They dramatically leave the house. With their... I know, they make them get in the same cars. So yeah, they like take... well, they make them bring their suitcases down to the lobby. And they, like, Drop roll, them. roll, roll, and push their little rolly things down. They glare at each other. And they're walking, like, perfectly insane. Yeah, and, like, walk and sink out of it the... looked choreographed, but I, I know realistically it probably wasn't. And then but they walk out and choreograph, they get in the car. And they get in their silent. little Uber, their Uber pool, and they're <laughs> to get like to the same place. glaring at each other. And then they get to the place where the cocktail party is going to be, and there's mm-hmm. just one rose there, so only one person's getting a rose. Right. Um, MJ and her ITM says, if you want to see a fight, get your popcorn ready. <laughs> and this is the same person that was just like, I 
only I'm spread peaceful. harmony. I'm I'm for I harmony by example. and peace. And then she's like, "Bitch, you want me to fight? I'll freaking fight." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so then they both sit down, and they're both so. Well, Jusani is not so bad, but yeah, but still, she engages with MJ, which is embarrassing for them. But MJ starts by saying, "This is embarrassing." I spread harmony and peace. I've you know. <laughs> really we hadn't heard. And um, Jusani is like, "Listen, I just shared I'm the furious. I like I just shared the truth with Matt. Like he's gonna know the truth at some well, point." MJ goes on for a while. I'm furious. I'm pissed. Peace, harmony, blah, blah, blah. And Jacenia says, are you done? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and MJ says, yes. <laughs> Which clearly she is not done. Because right. by the time, as soon, basically as soon as Jacenia is like, I was just trying to tell Matt the truth, which he's going to find out eventually. Might as well just let him know now. Right. He's, Jacenia says, you're a liar. And, you know? But as soon as she starts talking, um... MJ just starts talking over her. She's just keep, so clearly she wasn't done talking, right? Um, and she just keeps trying to talk over Jasenia. So in return, Jasenia is speaking louder because she thought it was her turn to talk, right? And, and MJ keeps like, trying to talk and over MJ's her. Like, just because you're louder doesn't mean you're right. And then <laughs> MJ's like, "Quit trying to talk over me." And it's like MJ, you're the one that started this. Yeah. <laughs> Like, she asked if you were done. <laughs> and importantly, Jasenia finally says, you know, you'll find out the truth when this all airs, and so will he. Yeah. Da, 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 which is when Matt walks him. So Matt arrives. They show the rose. Cliffhanger. Da, da, da. So next week, I'm sure we'll see MJ go home. Yeah. Just next week, we'll also see Tyler Cameron. Oh, yes. Which is exciting. We love Way we love Tyler. Farmer tie. Yeah, this week. <laughs> farmer tie. That was a bachelor tie. Yeah, it was um, an Easter egg. It was like, right. guess what's coming up next week? We'll give you a hit with farmer tie. <laughs> um, yeah, so we see in the preview that Tyler Cameron will be on next week, and we see that Heather Martin will show up. Yeah, and oh, um. And the funny after, the funny after was Farmer Ty saying that, you know, the running of the bulls we have um, in Spain. But here we have the running with the goats. And they strap on these little feed bags, like two feed bags on each girl at their hips. And they're supposed so they're, to so run they're in they're there. running in there and they're supposed to look for some. Like a golden horseshoe. Yeah, they're supposed to find a golden horseshoe amongst all the manure and like right. hay and stuff. And while meanwhile the goats are trying to <laughs> eat the food on their feed bags. I think Farmer Ty was just lazy and didn't want to do his chores. <laughs> <laughs> and so he just sent a bunch of women in with feed. <laughs> And yeah, there's like and MJ's like these goats are so aggressive, just like MJ. <laughs> and um, poop flying everywhere. Oh yeah, I think <laughs> Matt says that. Somebody says there's poop flying everywhere, but Chelsea finds them, finds the golden. Mm-hmm. Which I think, person. and we didn't see it though, but I think that's probably why she got the little one-on-one time at the group date. Yeah, that makes sense. Afterwards, a little nice little solo thing. That makes sense. Um. So that's it. So next week, I don't know how many more weeks we have. Three or four more I don't know. There, it feels like there's still a lot of women there. Six. We usually have 11 weeks, I think. So five more weeks. And one of them will be maybe after a final rose. I don't know. 
Yeah, yeah there's still a lot of people there. There's for still this a lot league. of people though. It, it still feels one. early on. Yeah. Hmm. Who do you think are Matt's top six? Probably Rachel for sure. Yeah, Rachel. Um, Rachel, Michelle. I think Michelle for sure. Bree. Bree. I think Michelle, Bree, um, Rachel, and. I think it's too early to tell who a fourth one will be for hometowns. What about Serena P? Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't maybe. know. I think he likes her, but I think he'll get over her. I think they'll... Hmm. I'm not sure, though. I'm not sure. I'm just saying. I, um, Do you think Sarah will come maybe, back? Maybe... Uh, no, I don't think so. Hmm. Hope not. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean... I think if they're pushing for Katie to be Bachelor, Katie might be in it, but I think she's much more likely to be, like, fifth or sixth. Oh, maybe Abigail. Yeah, I mean, well, hometowns, everybody's going to want to see Kit's family. So Kit may prevail there. Maybe. Everybody's going to see Kit's family. Get a Corinne treatment. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe. Or Corinne's hometown date was, she went and she spent, like, bunch of money like several grand on shopping a shopping spree for nick mm-hmm. <laughs> allegedly that's fun tv yeah mm-hmm. um <coughs> but yeah i guess that's everything um i'd like to see katie's i'd like to see katie go far i think <laughs> if katie gets far it's going to be because he already knows who he wants and they want her to have a hometown for possible bachelor Right. Or even to get to point five or six like Hannah B did. Yeah. Just to get her far enough to be bachelor yeah. territory. Yeah. Also, we'll see. I think Abigail has a good chance to be bachelorette. I was thinking Hannah Ann had a good chance to be bachelorette, but I think since her comments about Paradise have surfaced, Oh, I don't think she's ever gonna I don't I, don't I, I didn't be. think she was ever gonna be um bachelorette. I think if they hadn't picked if they were going to pick Hannah Ann, they would have picked her instead of um, Tasha. Well, no, not t- not person before Tasha, Claire. Claire, because uh, they already knew Hannah Ann at that point. Yeah, they picked Claire because everyone complained about how young the women on Peter's yeah. season were. Um, and then they went and got Claire, which wasn't better. <laughs> and that was a perfect case of. Age does not necessarily equal maturity. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Claire was just, it was a, that was a sad, sad season. Mm-hmm. But they brought Tasha in and fixed it. Tasha, yeah. Tasha killed it. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, gang. But yeah, if you like this episode, go ahead, rate, review, subscribe, all that jazz. Um, and I don't know, what else do I usually say at this point? Follow us on the gram. Um, at Rosette's Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can email us if you want. Rosette's Podcast at gmail.com. Stay safe. Stay safe. Mask get you, get, up. Get your vaccine if you can. If you are able to. And um, stay healthy. Positive vibes. All that jazz. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.